0: This is the Tribune Audio Network. Hi.
1: Hi. Oh, I didn't do my dance move.
0: You didn't. Do you want to do one now? No. I mean, you just did a head flop. The moment's passed. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) That's what she said. This is, um, you're listening to Sip, Survive, and Repeat, and it's a podcast about survival stories and wine and... Weird news, weird news. And weird news and things and whatever the
0: hell else we want to talk about. Damn straight, damn skippy. Okay, so um, I just have a quick anecdote to start us off with. Um, Before I came here, I uh, ran my fingers through my very short hair and uh, noticed a very large glob of uh, pomade Mm. that looked a bit like... um, not. something about Mary yeah when she had cum in her hair
1: <laughs> how
0: did that uh, are you sure that's not what it was uh, <laughs> unless someone accidentally did that on my head this morning You're I'm good. guessing okay. it's promade Just but, checking. I, but I literally walked around all day with it like that where was it in the front of the back right on the temple and nobody said anything <laughs> no. to you <laughs> I didn't notice it either so I guess it must not have been that bad but like yeah. when I put my hands in my hair I was, was like was it
1: white or was it it's clear. Dry, no, it dried white. Okay,
0: so it looked really good. <laughs> I also did a Facebook live for work today, so I wonder how that. There looks. was bad.
1: <laughs> it's like the time I had my zipper down for like two hours, and I like, told me. I
0: thought I looked really good today. Like I was taking selfies earlier, so, so like I'm looking fly today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay, guys. It's fine. It's fine. Um, let's talk about this wine. It's great wine. It is. It's um, expensive
1: wine. It's expensive. I cracked uh, out some nice stuff it was just sitting on my counter i've been staring at it for 3 weeks maybe longer it's called um
0: charles krug krug <laughs> did you just say the word word charles like charles <laughs>
1: isn't it it's, charles no it's not it's c h a n l e s
0: wait let me see i thought i don't it said think charles. that's an R. oh my god oh shit
1: <laughs> was I
0: don't think it's Charles. Dude. Is it Charles? It's Charles. It's I'm, cursive. Let me see this. <laughs> The, the, the second word is Krug or Krug. It's K-R-U-G. I think it's Krug. Look at this. Tell me if that's Charles.
2: You think that's Charles? That's 100% Charles. Guys!
0: <laughs> Doesn't the R look like an N?
2: If no. you even look right here, it says Charles in print.
0: <laughs> in regular writing below where it says Charles in And cursive. the sad
1: thing is, is I know how to read cursive. I'm not like an eight-year-old that's not
2: learning it cursive. It says Charles about five times on the back in print <laughs> well, as well. Okay,
1: <laughs> when you look at the, scr- the scrolly scrolls, uh uh-uh. uh. I'm going to take a picture of this.
0: I'm going to put it on Instagram. We're going to have a debate. Chanals.
2: Chanals. That's
0: Channals. what I was thinking.
1: Chanals Krug.
0: You're hilarious.
1: <laughs> and good news, everybody. It's almost 15%. <laughs> Woo! And I've already had one sip. I'm not drunk. I really thought that didn't say Charles. Yeah, I do see that R now.
0: Okay, that's good. That's good. C H
1: A R L E S. Yeah. Okay. Great. It's from Napa.
0: <gasps> oh, I like Napa. It's a Merlot. I like. Oh my god! Remember how we were talking about? We need to bring Merlot. Merlot, We need to bring Merlot back. Yeah, I
2: like a a lot of
1: Merlot.
0: A 2015 from Napa. And um, did you buy it in Napa or did you buy it locally? I bought it locally, probably Hydens. Okay. Side note, you guys, if you haven't been to our merch store in a hot minute, uh, we do have a new shirt on there, which someone pointed out was a little insensitive of me because not all states have Costco's that carry wine.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, move to a state that does. You're missing out.
0: <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. This could
1: be from Costco.
0: Um, So go to the merch store. It says something like, uh, this bottle is from my favorite little wine shop, dot, 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 Costco. And it's real cute. And it has um, a little drawing of a wine bottle and a glass. And then it real little, it says Sip, Survivor Repeat. So uh, you can check that out. Go to SipSurviveRepeat.com and click on Shop Merch. Definitely
1: Charles. Hmm.
0: <laughs> she's still like are we I'm sure i'm still checking it yeah
1: oh sure? boy okay edit that out kenny
0: <laughs> nope Mm-mm. that's staying in all right um okay so we we've decided both of our stories have the same levity joyousness or or not <laughs> yeah so did I get to go. i am gonna first. go first
1: before i get drunk jenny um, likes to
0: go when she's drunk
1: I like to sit back and listen to your story because I enjoy them. I like to just, you know, it's like story time. <laughs> so I like to have a full glass and enjoy it. So oh, let's let's get mine out of the way. Okay. So this is a survival story of Alina Hanson,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I got all my stuff from a podcast called How I Survived. Okay. And people dot com.
0: Uh, she uh, related to the Hansen brothers, probably there goes the rest of our listeners bye bye guys thanks for listening (laughs) um
1: okay so she owned a ranch in sequoia in the sequoia mountains in california Ooh, and she lived in a small town like southwest the middle of like southern california in the middle of the state okay and it had about 1,200 people, so it's a very ranchy town. I like it. Um, she seems really fabulous, though. Like, she's very, like, when we post our pictures, you'll see. Like, she's oh. just, she's she's fly. Anyway. <laughs> At the time, she's probably, like, in her early 60s to late 50s.
0: Oh, okay. Now it's all coming together.
1: Um, yes. So, so she's kind of fabulous for she, an older gal. Yes. That's what I mean by fabulous. Yeah. So she lived in the mountains. Mm-hmm. And um, this event took place one summer day in 2008. Mm-hmm. in July and she was working on so her house was kind of in the middle of the mountain and at the top of the mountain was this like waterfall thing mm. this fresh water, whatever it was fresh water. and she had this um let me see what it was called it was called um I'll find the name in a minute but basically it was this catch-all that would collect um filter rainwater oh, okay. to help for her you know, drinking water and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So every year she would have to go and clean it out, clean the rocks out, clean the debris out. But this thing was huge and she would have to be like chest deep in freezing water for hours. Cause it, you know, it was like big, big boulders and it was a rainy season. Jesus. So it was a full day process. So she's like, okay, today's the day I'm going to go do this. So she oh. hikes up the mountain. It's about a mile. And she's. That already in, sounds terrible. I know. I'm already out. And it's July, so it's probably hot, but the water's freezing because it's fresh water. I don't know. Just assuming that, okay. whatever. Um, so she's in there for a couple hours and she's cleaning everything out. And she notices that her legs start to go numb because the water's so cold and she's been in it for a while. Mm-hmm. So she's like, well, I better take a break. And, um, you know, the birds were chirping. It was very like Disney esque outside. Like she was just like, it's a beautiful day. She started talking to animals. She was like, yeah, it was very like, yeah. So she gets, she makes her way out of the water, and she sits on the side of the bank um, in the sand, and she's just looking around, and she feels like something's watching her. Uh-oh. And um, something was watching her. No. Mm-hmm. So she's sitting there, and let me catch my place up here. Okay, so she hears a noise mm-hmm. in the brush about 10 feet away from her. Is it a baby? No. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine but, but that'd be really funny I well, mean not funny but, so, but it'd be so cute after what I tell you what it was it would I would rather be a baby than this okay. so um she saw a out of the corner of her eye a black bear no nope. staring at her Mm-mm. and she again it was about 10 feet away in the in the brush and she didn't know how long it was watching her and she knew um the minute that she made eye contact with it it was on like this thing was going to attack her like she just knew and she made eye contact with it and she said the only thing in her mind that went through her mind was oh shit actually it was oh no she knew it was going to happen but she didn't swear she didn't swear (laughs) that that was me i said oh shit that would have been an
0: oh fuck moment Uh for me yeah
1: exactly Mm -hmm. um the next second she felt the black bear on top of her oh no like it was she said it was just like that like
0: she made eye contact and it was like on her. Don't you think it's weird that black bears and like big animals like that can move that fast? Like yeah. I've seen some big people in my time and they can't move that fast. I'm kind of a big person. I don't move fast.
1: No. And she, she said she could see the muscles like from the corner of her eye like tensing up. Like that's why she knew it was, and there was nowhere she could go. I mean, it, it, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. so um, it went straight for her face. Like it was like honor. So she doesn't remember the actual impact, but she does recall um, coming to after the bear jumped on her and she was in fetal position on top of the like sandy ground. And um, the bear grabbed her by her ears and bit right into her face. And it was actually sitting on top of her as well. So um, it took her some time to realize what exactly was happening. She thought maybe she was like dreaming or like, as this was like chewing at her face, she was just like, okay, where am I? What's happening? Um, she was kind of assessing the situation. Um, the bear was slashing at her face with his razor-sharp claws. Have you ever seen how big bear claws are? Huge. They're like inches. They're insanity. Yes. Okay. And she describes the slashing as like, it turned her cheeks into ribbons. That's what, how she... In that description Whoa. alone made me like... And in the podcast interview that I listened to she's telling the whole story okay and she has such a great sense of humor about it but in this part when she describes it as like ribbons like her cheeks were just like i like cringed um, oh, that makes me a little gosh yeah, <laughs> she could hear herself being pulled apart
0: Ew, no! yes
1: she describes the sound as um crunching into a uh, stock of celery like her the meat pulling away from bones because oh. it was just like ripping her to shreds and it sounded like biting into like celery sticks and you know how you can hear the internal sounds
0: similar to getting botox or cheek filler
1: yeah you can hear so that it that's crunches right. you could hear it like filling right or even the botox like when the
0: needle goes into your skin it's did like a little my, did you hear my impression mm-hmm. did it kind of freak you out a little bit oh yeah Okay, I'm not trying to say that cheek fillers are the same as getting attacked by a bear, but that sound, that crunching—you know what you, yeah. sick ass. Okay,
1: okay. So, so where am I? Okay. So while this was happening, she was numb and was mentally deciding whether or not she wanted to survive the attack. Oh my god! So in her thought process, she said she was thinking like, "Okay, I'm going to be mauled." What am I going to look like after this? How am I going to function after this? I don't know if she lived by herself or... I mean, I feel like if she's doing right. a task like this, not to be, like, sexist, maybe she is lives lives by herself. I know right. she has a son who was away in college, so she was home alone, and she was just thinking, like, how am I going to survive after this? And a part of her was just ready to let this bear eat her. Like, <gasps> she was just like, I don't want to deal with the rehabilitation. Like, let's just no. do this. I know. So... Um, she wasn't sure if she would be strong enough for the recovery process. So at this point, while this is going through her head, the bear had just bitten into her eye. And she actually could hear her eye squish. And he had moved up closer to her head. And he was sitting kind of on her head. And her head was like, on top of a rock, so he was like pushing her head into a rock, eating her eye out. Lots of squishing, lots of tearing noises.
0: Oh, did it hurt?
1: Yeah, she said it hurt. It was the most intense pain. And she rides horses, so she has two horses on her farm. And she said oh. she's fallen off two cliffs with the, her, her horses. Oh, oh I don't shit. know how. I don't know what that means. I don't know I don't if know what like that means either. the horse bucked her off. And she said this was much more intense than that obviously
0: so well I can um, say giving birth was the most painful thing I've ever done and she obviously has a son so she knows what that's like mm-hmm. so this has to be pretty yes. bad.
1: uh-huh but she also said that once he like tore through her scalp and stuff like that the the nerve endings were severed so a lot of it she just stopped feeling the pain after a while and I don't know if it's because she was in shock too but
0: oh my god yeah. The noises. Um, the noises are what's getting you yes, here.
1: Yes, 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 yes. I highly recommend listening to the podcast because it's, again, her recounting the <sighs> oh, story. Okay,
0: I thought you were going to say they have a recording of noises of people being torn apart. Well, they apart. do
1: do some, like, background. They do some filler noises, which adds to it. Oh, God. And it just makes you Kenny, wanna, get like, some filler noises for the yeah. story, okay? Um, so while the bear was gnawing at her eye, she was like, okay, I've got one eye left. I want to see what's going on. She's like, if I'm going to let this thing attack me, I want to know, like... She wanted to know, like, her positioning and where she yeah. was. So she opened up her other eye. This part's gross, too. So warning. She could see little red and white pieces surrounding her, like, flying through the air. And at first, when I heard this, I was like, okay, maybe it's, like, her flesh being torn off. Mm-mm. It was her teeth. He was, like, chewing out. He was spitting out her teeth as he was, like, gnawing on her face. The bear was spitting out her teeth.
0: hmm Describe my face right now.
1: Jenny's mortified, confused,
0: and a little weary
1: of this possible situation. Yeah. This
0: sounds terrible. She thought
1: she said it looked like little pieces of white and red gum like on the ground around her and she Chick-fil- could see them like chicklets like flying in the air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so she said at that moment she realized she had two choices. Clearly she was going to either let this bear eat her alive or fight for her life and that's exactly what she decided to do. She okay. was like she's like fuck this shit. I am just This is not going to happen.
0: I'm surprised he went for her head first.
1: I know. And he kind of stayed in that area. Like he was really working that face. So um, Mm. she realized that her elbow and thumb um, were free. So it was like stretched out. And um, she took her hand with all the strength that she had left and took her finger and pushed it in the bear's eye. Yeah, get his eye. It was like up in her face so she could like... You know, with her an one eye, eye for an eye. Now we're getting real right.
0: literal here. Uh
1: huh. And then this action made the bear let go of her face long enough for her to scream. And her, she has two dogs. She's an Irish wolfhound and a mastiff. Uh huh. And they both heard her screaming. Uh oh. And they actually came running to the sound of her call. And she immediately blacked out. Okay. Oh, so then she comes to, and on top of her is the bear and her two dogs all wrestling. And she can see fur flying, blood flying. She's hearing, like, awful noises, and she doesn't know if this bear is killing her dogs or if the dogs are killing the bear. But she knows in that moment, like, she has to, this is her chance to escape. And she also said what really gave her the will to live is the fact that her dogs came to her rescue and were risking their lives to save her, and she couldn't just lay there and let them, like, die in vain if if they were, you know, being killed, which it sounded like they were. Um, So... She got up to escape. So at this time, she has one eye. She's no uh-huh. teeth. Uh huh. She's no nose because it, it's been ripped off too, and um, she has to make her way back to her house for safety.
0: A mile away.
1: A mile away, and she's on top of a mountain. So the first obstacle that she has to go through is a bunch of cactus and brush because it's like a desert setting. Mm-hmm. And she can't see anything. Her contacts are no longer in her one good eye. So she's Obviously like blind not. as a... Right, she's blind. <laughs> which she really like made that statement. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like oh, the sorry. first thing that's going to go. Um, so she was trying to rummage through like all these prickles. And it's also rattlesnake country. Oh. She's not wearing any shoes. She's barefoot walking through like thorns that are up to an inch thick, like in you know like thorny parts and oh, so she's no, no. walking through making all these noises and screaming and the irish wolfhound comes like leaves the bear like they're still fighting and runs to her rescue and she holds on the back if, and if you've ever seen an irish wolfhound they're huge dogs yeah she holds on the back of it and it leads her through the brush oh. and makes a path for her and then once it gets her over the brush now she has to cross her like go around this like river part but she knows where she's at now. And the dog takes off back and goes back to the bear fight. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. No. So she makes
1: her way through the pond and then back down to her house and, to her, and she gets to her car. And she was like, okay, I can do this. Remember, it's a small town, so there's not a lot of traffic on the road, but she's driving down a mountain. So she's like, I can't like drive off the side of the mountain because I can't really see anything. Um, so she drove. She gets in her car. She also realized that if she passes out at this point, it's a complete death sentence. Like she's going to die. Oh, God. Um, so she does everything she can to stay stay put and and with she play cold car does she play what cold car what's that
0: uh you make the car as cold as you can and turn up the air conditioning all the way oh and whoever turns it off first you usually play it in the winter that sounds like the worst game ever no you play it in the winter so it's already cold outside then you make it as cold as possible in your car and whoever turns on the heat first Mm -mm. loses you can also play hot car you play that in the summer you turn up the heat all the way what games are these the games me and my friends used to play in high school. I would never
1: play the cold game. What about the hot game? I would do that. I could, I could stand a lot of heat. Listen, you would. You would lose I, the hot game instantly. I, I always
0: lost the hot game. Or
1: like if you're falling asleep, like if you're really tired and you're driving, you roll down on your windows or turn the AC up or something like that. Okay. I don't know if she did that. All right. But. Just checking. She made it three miles to the fire station. Okay, good. And this was really cute because she said in the interview that she basically walked she looked at herself in the mirror. She's oh! like, she's like, okay, this is it. I I want to see how bad I look. Cause these people are going to be like, who the hell is this lady? So she looks in the mirror and she was just like, Oh my God, I'm gonna scare the crap out of these people. Like she was humorous about the whole, like as she's telling the story. So she walks into the fire station Yeah, and she's a, said, there's this cute young, like fireman. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at her and his face is like, Oh my God. And he go and she goes to, like collapse over like and he catches her
0: oh with his strong firefighter Uh, and then
1: another firefighter comes behind her so she's sandwiched in between two firefighters and she said in the interview she's like i mean i had to take it in as much as i could because what other time would i ever be sandwiched (gasps) in between two hot firemen Uh. so she's like so i had that going for me although then she passed out (laughs) they
0: had just come out of the shower they were soaking wet and just had no shirts on and She's he's like gross and guys. she was
1: like well if this is the last sight I see
0: it's a good sight at least I got that one for me at least so, it wasn't the teeth on the ground right and,
1: <laughs> and remember her her face is like not there like this bear oh, is eaten. like she also made a comment where she was wearing a baseball cap mm-hmm. whenever she was doing the work and when she looked at herself in the rearview mirror she was like oh my god I can't believe my base my red baseball hat's still on
0: nope Mm-mm. she was scalped it was, wasn't it was, she
1: yep sure was and then she realized oh that's not my my red hat that's my scalp hanging off okay
0: mm. so
1: they life later to this uh, is a nauseating story by I know the way. I know <laughs> <laughs> um, they life later her to UCLA Medical Center where the plastic surgery team said her case was the worst they'd ever seen. Yeah. And she received a 1,000 stitches, <sighs> intense surgery, um, plus several other follow-up stru- uh, surgeries. And still to this day, she doesn't have a lot of sensation in her face. Um, but despite the very painful ordeal, she's surprisingly upbeat. Again, if you listen to the interview, she has a lot of humor about it. And um, she said she does not harbor any bad feelings towards the bear. Quote, it belongs here. It lives here. They've got as much right to be here as I do. But until they start paying property taxes, I'm going to assert my dominance next time. Damn. And um, the dogs did escape. <gasps> they survived the bear attack. Yay. And they only suffered minor injuries. Damn, those dogs are badass. But both have passed. I mean, this was uh, 2008, yeah, um, so both have passed. She's two new dogs now, and she still lives on the ranch. Both of dogs were huge. Yes. Um, a and she even said, she's like and uh Irish Wolfhound. She had just adopted the Mastiff mm-hmm. um, a month earlier. And she said that the fact that the Mastiff like saved basically saved her life when he was just rescued.
0: Well, um, she rescued him. She
1: owes him her life. Or she said she owed him her life. And um, he really gave her the will to live. So she's, li- she's still living at the ranch. Um, Does she and, still
0: go up to do the water thing? I don't know. Okay.
1: But, oh, yeah, she actually... In another article I read, she said she does, but she brings proper um, anti bear like, stuff. Anti bear stuff with her. Like she comes prepared now. So
0: next yes. on the Sip Survivor Pete merch store after the runner's right. kit, bear
1: kit, bear kit. This could be our new thing. Great. Um, and that is the survival story of Alina Hansen. And also, she has a book out on Amazon, and it's called Chomp, Chomp, Chomp How I Survived a Bear Attack. Damn. <laughs> Very She's literal. not beating
0: it around the bush. No,
1: she's not. And the, and the cover is kind of amazing. So Great. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of a wow. gruesome little ditty. Ugh.
0: Ahoy! Are you looking for something naughty to spice up your wardrobe? That's N-A-U-T-I, as in nautical. Check out the fantastic apparel at the Savvy Anchor. They have everything you need for that pirate or mermaid in your life. Everything
1: but the water, of course. The Savvy Anchor specializes in nautical apparel for men and women. Their super soft garments will soon become your favorite thing to wear. Be prepared
0: for compliments. Load up on booty today. <laughs> Sorry, that made me giggle. Savvy Anchor is offering 30% discount uh, to sip, survive repeat listeners. You heard that right. 30%. Visit
1: SavvyAnchor.com to get your SIP Survive discount by using offer code Sipsurvive. Save 30% off regular priced items. Discount does not apply. Don't even try it to sale or clearance items. Shipping is always free for orders over
0: $50. Again, save 30% with code Sipsurvive at SavvyAnchor, S-A-V-V-Y, Anchor, A-N-C, H-O-R dot com. Listen, spelling anchor is harder than it looks. Start living the naughty life with savvy anchor apparel. What are you waiting for? Ahoy, matey.
2: <laughs>
1: I had to. Now tell me a story
0: about a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. Don't worry, I'm not telling you about the Brady Bunch. Okay, I'm doing the survival story of Ryan Osmond. And... uh it's a pretty exciting story mm. <laughs> I watched his interview with the local TV station, which is weird. They put their uncut version of the interview oh. on um, YouTube and I have to tell you listening to a reporter do an interview that's not cut into a package because we work at a TV station, a news station um, is the weirdest thing he this reporter sound <laughs> sounded so. I'm sorry. Like, uh, like choppy? Like yeah, and, and like he used insensitive? words. Insensitive? No, he was oh. using words like like. Like, so when.
1: Unprofessional. Like, yeah. Let me guess all of the adjectives to describe her. is.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Unprofessional. But it's just because I think we don't ever see that.
1: Yeah, we only see like the clean the cut. Clean like cut, when you're watching the news, like the complete where they package. they cut like
0: this part in with this part and it all flows really I nice. I'm surprised they would do that. It was very interesting i mean nonetheless it was it was a 20 minute interview which is why it wasn't in the newscast but anyway um so he was an arizona man and he went hiking in zion national park which is in utah okay with his girlfriend and i have her name hold on oh god oh lord there she blows there she blows i'm doing weird stuff um oh there we go okay here we go um I don't know. I'll get to her name when it comes to me. But anyway. It's was, his girlfriend. It was his girlfriend. Yeah. She, she we'll survives, Monica. but it's not as impressive. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Monica.
1: Your survival is not as impressive.
0: Um, so they went hiking, and they uh, were in the Left Fork Trail of North Creek, but it's known as the subway route. Okay. And I'm like, is that because there's subway sandwiches or because mm. it reminds you of a subway I'm hoping sandwiches. I'm guessing sandwiches. So it was a Saturday afternoon. He said it was around like one thirty, two o'clock when they okay. went on this hike. It was also winter, so mm. it's a little, it's a little brisk, little, out. little, yeah, little nippy in the air. Uh, he said temperature outside was probably in the lower thirties. So Ew. It could, yeah, right. I was like, now why don't you you've do already your hiking made your first summer? mistake? You're hiking. Yes, second mistake. It's cold as fuck outside. What are you doing?
1: Third mistake, you didn't have our hiker's travel pack. That exactly. you can purchase from our website. Soon. We soon. We haven't made it yet. Coming soon.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so they're hiking along, and his leg, all of a sudden, was buried up to his knee. In what, you may ask? Quicksand.
1: <gasps> oh, my gosh. My childhood fear was... Yes. quicksand. <laughs> I was
0: just looking it up. There's a comedian, John Mullaney. Uh-huh. And he uh one of his like bits that he does in one of his shows is um I thought quicksand when I was a kid, they made quicksand seem like it was gonna be a big problem. Like something I should be stressed yeah, out about. Like sinkholes. Yeah. Like you should be worried about that. Hello, quicksand. But it doesn't really come up that often.
1: No, except in the never-ending story. That's what made me afraid of it. Oh Treyu and his poor chores. Okay, okay, so it's a real thing.
0: Yes, quicksand is a real thing. And I also have. I also went down the rabbit hole of like, okay, if you do get stuck in quicksand, how do you get out?
1: Tell me. I'm I sure will. you will.
0: I will. Okay. We'll get there. All right. So at this point, his leg is buried up to his knee, and his girlfriend was trying to like dig him out. Now, quicksand is not just sand that envelops quick. you quickly. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, it's a mixture of water and sand. That's what makes it quicksand. That's what makes it suck you up. So remember it's like 30 ish degrees outside so that water is fucking freezing oh so it's like
1: quicksand yeah
0: he said it's it's basically uh he said the best way to describe it would be standing in a huge puddle of concrete that basically just dries instantly and so when i was watching the like how to get out of it it Mm -hmm. was a national geographic um like five minute video Mm -hmm. about it it was this British guy, and he was there with like a quicksand rescue expert, and um, he he actually got into quicksand for a demonstration. This oh no, poor man. Oh no, and um, he said, like, so what happens is the when you put your body or your feet or whatever into the quicksand, the sand or your weight is displacing the water, and then the sand rushes in, oh. so it becomes almost like suction. So, as you start to sink in deeper, the water is moving, the sand is rushing in, and you're basically in, like, this huge suction cup, and that's why you can't pull yourself out.
1: So, do you just add water? You do. If you had a hose, but... Well,
0: yeah, he said, <laughs> there's a bit, there's ways, if you're not stuck super deep... That's great, I didn't know that. They said, if you're not stuck super deep, you can try laying down and floating on top of the water, oh. and as you lay down, uh, it'll make room for your feet, and they'll start to come out, Okay. but... For the guy who was in this National Geographic video and, uh, Osman, the guy who's in this, he basically, um, they were in too deep. Like that wouldn't have worked. But in the National Geographic video on how to get out, the rescue workers have this huge hose that's out, like in a steel pipe mm-hmm. and they drill it down in next to where your leg is. Okay. And they basically like pump it full of water. Okay. To like make space around your leg huh. and they pull out one leg at a time. So you better be flexible. This poor man. Do your yoga, people. <laughs> get your yoga on. <laughs> Quicksand Downward is dog. coming for you. <laughs> Downward dog. Oh, shit. Okay. So, um, oh, here we go. His companion, or his girlfriend, is we like to call her. Monica. Nope. Jessica. Close. Oh, Jessica. Jessica McNeil. Um, okay. So they, at this point, again, hiking. Bad idea. I'm Winter. just going to discourage it. Bad idea. Don't do it. They had hiked for three hours to get to the point where they were. Now
1: that's a six then you got to turn around that's a six hour hike
0: that's a fucking ridiculous idea and it's cold remember don't you guys just want to sit by a fire or in a hot watch a movie yes make sweet love to one another champagne whatever anywho um nope they want to go hiking fine go fucking hiking uh so they are now three hours out from the trailhead Mm. he is now sunk down to his hip oh Uh, it's freezing cold. She, uh, Jessica had tried, um, to dig his leg out, but the water, she didn't have, she didn't have gloves. He didn't have gloves. I'm like, you guys, what kind of hikers are you? Okay. So he, and he's wearing a very thin jacket and a, and a beanie. Okay. I appreciate the beanie portion. Anyway, so she tries to dig and every, like you dig in the sand, just immediately fills in where you just digged mm-hmm. dugged, dug, dig, dug whatever anyway, um so it's kind of it's kind Charles, of a, it's fine <laughs> it's Charles uh anyway, the she basically he decides that she's gonna need to go get help. she when you see her, a is like this gorgeous little skinny number, mm-hmm. and like <laughs> like she didn't make this hike by herself, right i'm not saying you can't if you're a skinny little number but she just she wasn't an experienced hiker and now she has to hike by herself three three hours hours down a trail that she's not super comfortable with to find help so he knows he's going to be there for at least three more hours because they don't have cell phone service
1: oh Mm -hmm. and he's already at the hip so yes he is so he's sinking quick.
0: Well, he stopped himself. So this is, before she left, she found two really big sticks that he was mm-hmm. able to stick into the quicksand okay. until it hit the bottom. And so he was able to kind of prop himself up and stop any more This is bananas. Sinking. Like
1: This is like every childhood, childhood nightmare. nightmare
0: yeah. So he's he has these sticks. Um, he then... Uh, Kind of puts his arms inside his jacket okay. to try and keep warm, and he pulls his hat down over his face. So he probably looks like a total freak show. if We're yeah. gonna be honest about it. Like I'm imagining this man up to his hip in quicksand with sticks holding him up, his arms and a, hat, arms, over his and a face. hat over his face. Like, he and looks, if you're
1: hiking by, you're like, uh, what the okay, fuck Let's just is turn wrong with around, this guy? bye.
0: <laughs> just taking a
1: casual nap.
0: Yeah. Uh, now it gets it gets better. Uh, after 30, 30 minutes after Jessica had left. It started snowing really bad because mm. <laughs> uh-huh. nothing says fun hike like a snowstorm. Mm-mm. Nothing says I'm stuck in quicksand like a snowstorm.
1: On top of a mountain.
0: Um, he said when it started snowing, he realized that his hips were so tired from mm. standing in that position. And like the pressure that you yeah. feel, I guess, from the sand rushing in, like it never stops. It's just like this constant, constant suction like, on yeah. your legs. Um, so the zion dispatch received a report that afternoon um because jessica did make it out um she was suffering from hypothermia when they found her at the trailhead Uh, so they put her in an ambulance and started treating her again wear better clothes
1: right that's what that's why i'm giving you that look where i'm like come on
0: i knew that's why you were giving
1: me like dress for your appropriate hike like if you're gonna hike a half an hour fine wear whatever you're wearing you're going for like like all, a day. Like a whole day. And you're like not in a state that's and, super warm and sunny.
0: And like you're not an experienced hiker. Right. Maybe that's why she did she that She
1: probably though. was wearing flip-flops too.
0: No, she was I'm not
1: survivor shaming. I'm not survivor shaming.
0: <laughs> okay, so... They, uh, when he was talking in the interview that I watched, uh, there was one guy who was a really avid hiker and he made it out first. Mm -hmm. And so when he got there, he tried to, um, and this was like four hours later, maybe five, four or five hours after Jessica had left. Okay. So he, this guy is out there and he starts trying to dig. That doesn't work. He then rigs up a pulley system and Mm -hmm. the pulley system is like. I don't know, around his waist and around a rock and then not gonna work. He starts to pull and um Osmond is like, um, yeah, my legs aren't moving and it feels like you're ripping my torso off the rest oh. of my body. <laughs> um. Uh-huh. So uh he stopped and he waited for the rest of the crew to get there. Um, they then fastened the pulley system to uh they had him hook it below his knee. Which I'm like, I don't even know how he did that. Did he have to stick his hands in the, probably. And then what if he got stuck in the, I have no idea. Okay. I don't How know.
1: big was the quicksand? Like how diameter wise do you think? They didn't say, um, like, do you I, think he accidentally like stepped in it and like, yeah. like it was a small puddle? Yeah. Well, I, mean, I feel like
0: the quicksand, like when I watched the national geographic thing, that's kind of how it is, is like, um, kind of like really large puddles that look like sand. Mm-hmm. But when you step in them, there's just too much water. Yeah. And so it, it that's okay. what makes it quicksand. I'm just trying to
1: envision like how big the area. Okay.
0: Yeah, got it. I think it was like a large puddle. Like it was in the. There wasn't really a path. That was the other thing. They were kind of mm-hmm. just hiking. They said they were following people's footprints from before, so they thought they were going in a decent area. Right. Um, Again, uh, but quicksand can come and go. If the water dries up, the quicksand's done. Mm-hmm. So it's like it doesn't always stay in the same place. Terrifying. Okay. Exactly. So So they rig up the pulley, the new pulley system. They rig up the new pulley system. It's somehow around his, like below his knee. I'm guessing he must've done that somehow. Um, and they were able to pull him out, but he said it was the worst pain ever (gasps) because his leg had been immobilized for so long and it was also so cold. Um, and they weren't sure if they were like dislocating stuff on the way out when they were pulling him. Um, but they just knew they had to get him out. So like they were pulling other guys were in like kind of laying on the quicksand, um, digging with their hands to like free his leg, yeah, um I think he said something like it took them an hour to get him out. ooh, so that's a lot of digging That's a lot and, and that's polling. a
1: long time being in there, total, yeah. and you
0: know he had to pee and poop while he was in there, probably at least pee anyway, I like how I always bring it back to some sort of poop or pee joke. It's like I'm my kid <laughs> so well that's me. the that's the,
1: that's the world you live in, so it is
0: um. <laughs> He said, <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't an hour. It was two hours. Freezing. Uh, by the time they were done, it was night. Oh. And they couldn't hike back out, and the helicopter couldn't get no. into rescue. No no, 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 So, basically, what they did is they had, like, some sort of thermal... Um, Sleeping bag. Okay. So they got him out of all of his wet clothes. And here's the thing. His, like he said, his little jacket he was wearing that was inappropriate for this hike. I'm mm-hmm. just going to be a mom about it. Um, the, the arms of the jacket, because he put his arms inside to keep warm, uh, were like frozen with ice. Yeah. Because they got wet and then his arms weren't in it. And so they just froze. And anyway, I'm just sure ridiculous. he's a lot.
1: I'm sure you'll tell us, but there, I'm sure were limbs that were lost. There
0: weren't. Oh
1: get ready so Mm
0: -hmm. he um, they take all of his wet clothes he puts on dry clothes he gets into the thermal sleeping bag and they put a bunch of like heating pads in there with him and that's where he stayed for the night and the rescuers stayed with him everybody had to stay
1: oh my god BS I'd be like I'm gonna sleep in the car yes or I don't know if they had a car before
0: night fell I think they relieved two of the rescuers and had two more come Mm -hmm. Um, and those were the ones that knew they were gonna stay the night so at least they knew they were prepared yeah um overnight it snowed again because nothing says fun like sleeping outside in a snowstorm right uh four more inches of snow mm. fell. oh my god <laughs> uh, mm. fun. uh okay but the next day it was snowing really bad and they were worried they were gonna have to spend another night. no because they were getting like, off are we gonna, this mountain how are we gonna get a helicopter in here right we can't see good news the um the weather cleared for an hour <gasps> one hour and the Utah Department, Utah Department, Uter, the Uter, <laughs> the Utah Department of Public Safety helicopter was able to make it in to rescue him during that clearing in the snow. Thank God. Okay. Okay. Uh, they were able to rescue him. And um, there's basically, this isn't the first nor will it be the last time someone has to be rescued from Zion National Park. Apparently, there's a lot of people who um, don't realize how rugged the terrain is. Uh, and so she said in 2018, there were 78 major search and rescues. What? In 2017, there were 114. What? Yeah. People. And she our, said, buy our soon to be available pack. hiking pack. Well, that's crazy. I didn't, I mean. Yeah, apparently it's really rugged terrain. And she said the park has also become more popular recently because um, millennials, let's be honest, you guys all fucking love hiking Kenny. parks.
2: I do. I
0: knew it. <laughs> um, so she said because visitation has increased, rescues have increased. Because but more do you people.
1: think they need better trails? Like maybe they need to establish better trails for people to walk on. Or I
0: feel like they don't want to disturb the natural environment. We should probably call them and,
1: and, and let them know. Great.
0: I'll let you do Let's that. You're in get, charge. I'm, yeah,
1: I'll get that solved. <laughs>
0: um, so basically the end is he goes to the hospital. He gets lifelighted out. Mm-hmm. Um, he got lifelighted out of the wooded area where he was they had they kept him in the sleeping bag the thermal sleeping bag they hooked him up to a i don't know some strings Like a basket, like a, like a fucking, I'm dangling off of a helicopter via string basket. He's like, I
1: can't wait till this nightmare (laughs) ends. No, I'm hanging from a helicopter. They they
0: basically like, it looked like they were fishing for a human off the helicopter and they like crank him up there and he gets up to the top and then they bring him in the helicopter while it's flying. Um, they bring him to the hospital, he, uh, gets treated for some hypothermia and he wasn't sure if he, they said his leg looked a little crooked, so they weren't sure if he had dislocated some stuff. Um, but it turns out he did not. Um, once they got his core temperature to the right place, he was actually fine and he had, um, some swelling in his leg and, um, some like, um, muscle problems, yeah. like because of all the pressure from the quicksand. Um, but otherwise he was in the hospital for three hours and walked out. That's it. Uh Uh-huh. Did Monica greet him at the door? (laughs) (laughs) Jessica or Jessica. Yes. Um, she said she was super worried. She thought that her initial reaction was she wasn't going to be able to make it back the three hours to try and get help. And so she thought they were just going to both die out there. And I was like, Jessica, that seems aggressive. Jessica, don't jump to conclusions. <laughs> start so fucking hiking.
1: Right, wear proper gear and start so, hiking. Do you think he's hiked since then?
0: He is still in hiking, but he said he just doesn't want to ever hike in the winter again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. My going back to National Geographic, the the quicksand uh, that I saw. I think they were in. I think they were in the UK, and there's a beach that's very well known for having quicksand.
1: I kind of want to go to it. I don't. Don't you? Just no. to see it?
0: I mean, if I'm at a distance, sure. Yeah. Not, like,
1: I don't want to go in it, but I want to, like, see it. Well,
0: the guy who went in it, um, I think he must be some sort of journalist or something for National Geographic. Mm-hmm. He put on a full, like, it was like a wetsuit, but, like, like totally impervious to water. Mm-hmm. And um, he, like, literally, like, purposely went in and stood on top of quicksand. And he started sinking. It took him eight minutes to sink to his knees, which is like, okay, but he said once he was into his feet, he couldn't pull them out. So like sinking to your knees is like It's just easy. so scary. And then um, the rescue guy, he said he rescues, I forget how many he said, I should have written this down. He rescues like 50 people. Every season, or something. It's like something ridiculous. Due to quicksand. Yes, at this one place because there's like a lake, I believe it is. Either it's a lake or an ocean. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Again, I should have been paying more attention. I was laying in bed. It's fine. Um, But, and he, and the guy said, well, why don't you just put like signs around the quicksand? And he goes, they move. I mean, it's not its right. not like this quicksand puddle stays here forever. It's like right. this one dries up and one opens up over here. So it's kind of like how sinkholes, they open up wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're constantly moving. So it's just like this insane thing. And they talked about the layback method, which I did watch a video about that too. If you're not too deep and you lay down, it makes space for your feet and they can like start to float up. Like okay, the, I mean, the that sand makes will sense. actually push your feet up. So your feet are in and you just lay back like uh-huh. okay. And you won't sink completely because you your body laying down is too much mass to oh. like go in. Whereas okay. if you're standing, you're like a like a pole. It's a perfect like yeah. <laughs> it's like a perfect way to sink in a quicksand. Now sand. I
1: know if I'm ever in a quicksand situation. Yes. I know what to do now. Well, I mean ha- are, lay we, back. are
0: we really hiking in the near future?
1: No, but Absolutely what if not. something
0: right. what if you never know. Like John what if in Westlake quicksand could be a big deal.
1: What if one day I'm walking down the street in Westlake and I step <laughs> in a quicksand puddle? I now know what to do. It's good to I know. I love
0: it. Um, but yeah, the rescue was intense. Uh, although they got, because they had the right equipment, because they're used to this in this UK uh, town, um, they got him out in like 20 minutes. Wow. And he was up to his hips, both legs.
1: Yeah. And he's like a professional.
0: Yeah. It was mm. intense, but... He said the guy looked like he was in pain when they were pulling him because yeah, he said the sounds, suction, the oh, suction, the I pressure, didn't know there was so much suction. I'm
1: surprised that that guy didn't lose any limbs just from Me being too. so cold and like being, I wonder in if that. the
0: sand kind of works, even though his leg was really cold. I wonder if the yeah. sand kind of worked to insulate. Oh, maybe yeah. even though it was in cold water, like mm-hmm. the sand was pushing the water away. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the sand saved his leg.
1: Interesting. Hmm.
0: Well, that's my story about quicksand and how you can avoid it hmm. and how this guy lived
1: what not to wear on a hike
0: yeah get it together you guys and quit hiking in the winter <laughs> let's be honest no hike but just don't do it in the winter no don't hike
1: enjoy the enjoy our, our beautiful i like to enjoy parks. our beautiful
0: national parks via balcony with a glass of wine
1: oh see i could do i would love to hike mildly but not in the winter i don't
2: mm-mm,
0: mm-mm. okay kenny
2: okay this is a pretty crazy story honestly
1: I can't wait to guess.
2: Uh, so, also good at Indiana couple accused of abandoning their adopted daughter says she was blank. Why? Why did they abandon her? Essentially, hmm.
1: po- she was possessed.
0: God damn it! That was going to be mine. Yes,
1: it's finally a good one. I guess. Okay. Kenny didn't seem completely disgusted by
2: my That's answer. Not a bad guess. Yeah, no. okay. it's a, like the plot of half the horror movies mm-hmm. out there. Can you yeah.
0: read? Can you read it to me again?
2: Indy and a couple accused of abandoning their adopted daughter says she was blank.
0: Not their child?
2: Well, yeah, she was adopted, so. Well.
0: I know. I'm saying maybe they just came to that realization late. I, mean- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like that you tried to backtrack to
2: Both of you are kinda right. What <laughs> but in, oh. a, in a weird way.
0: <laughs> did, Jenny, you see did you that? see that? I did. That was we a
2: terrible to, high five. We just
1: tried to high five. We didn't. And, okay. And so missed. Jenny
2: kind of right because she, they're saying she was actually an adult and not a child. Oh, what? And Danelle right because she was actually an adult who was trying to kill them.
0: Oh, so she was. But Was, so, she, was she either of those things? Here's Here's the
2: story. No one knows right now. The story is pretty crazy.
0: Oh, Jesus. Okay. Breaking yeah. news. Breaking this news. just in. Okay. So,
2: uh, according to court documents, the couple adopted a Ukraine-born girl with dwarfism in 2010. Aww. But they abandoned her in Lafayette in 2013 when they moved to Canada. They are now accused of changing the girl's age from 8 to 12 before they left, and they told the girl to tell other people she looks young for her age. So they're charged with like neglect and blah 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 all that stuff. Uh-huh. In an interview though, uh, they're saying that this girl's scamming them and who's actually an adult who made a career out of fooling people into thinking she's a young girl. They so her, the couple agreed to an emergency adoption from an adoption center and they didn't know like any details about the girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. and that she needed a home immediately because her previous parents gave her up for undisclosed reasons. Within the first few weeks, their science, the new daughter wasn't actually a young girl. She had a very good vocabulary. She shunned other children, and she had her period at eight. I don't know if that's normal. I feel like or that guy. could happen. It can happen, but. Okay. That, that,
0: that would be extremely young. That would be extremely young.
2: So they took the girl to a physician for a bone density test. Don't know what that is. Oh, the yeah. The doctor said she's at least 14, so they began treating her like a teenager. Then the girl started making death threats against him. She threatened to... She tried to poison the mom and push her into an electric fence. Uh, And she attacked a baby. Oh! So they took her to a psychiatric ward to get help. During the treatment, the girl allegedly confessed to being much older and that she wanted to kill her family. So they legally changed the girl's age in 2012 at the Superior Court System. Uh Uh-huh but now apparently the girl's saying that she was neglected and like they got the jail and they're like out on bond right now I don't know this story is pretty crazy like, it took me about five it's, times you know what it, it is through. Kenny
1: it's weird that's yeah. why it's
0: weird news that's right it's so we're still unsure at this time of her age and
1: yeah. if it's her that's bananas or her parents yeah like I don't know we're if not the sure parents if parents are just
2: saying that to get rid of her or if this girl is actually a if, psychopath who I, has been.
1: But if you're threatening to kill me, no offense, I'm not gonna. I don't want you to be in my house.
2: But what if they're just saying if, that well, too? Well, yeah.
1: but why would they go through all the trouble and adopt her and then? That's true. Know.
0: This sounds nutso.
1: Yeah, I don't it's, know. You know what? I'm just excited that I wasn't completely off, and Jenny and I were on the same kind of the same page this week.
0: Yes, yes. So can you keep us?
1: Keep yes, yeah, I've abreast States, on the story, please. Keep us abreast on the situation.
2: Uh, tr- She's supposed to appear, or they're supposed to appear in court soon, so... It'll be
1: really sad, though, if she is that age, like, eight or whatever age she's supposed to be now, and the parents are crazy, and they're just like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I secretly hope she's crazy, just because I feel like that's going to be terrible for those parents if... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, definitely does creepy stuff. Have you ever seen, have you ever watched YouTube videos? Well, you
1: even said you're like, I hope my son is not a... like. Kids always say creepy shit though.
0: Yeah, he has right? he has pretend, so he has a kitchen and he has like pretend knives. Mm-hmm. You know, for the kitchen? Yeah. And um he likes to come at me with them. And I'm like, does this mean he's a serial killer? Like no. what are we doing? Look at Kenny's like, "Yes."
1: Kenny's like, "Absolutely for sure."
0: <laughs> he's only Oh, he did hit his head really bad that one day, remember? Oh shit. Okay, I'll keep you posted on that as well. So keep far, us, he's if Jenny a doesn't sweet baby. show for the
1: podcast, we know what happened, <laughs> Declan.
0: Oh, poor Jackie. Um, all right. Well, I wanted to let you guys know we have stickers, and now we are so, are so, are so, are going to yeah. have magnets. Yeah, I ordered magnets. Great and buttons.
2: Ooh. Oh my god, you guys! Oh,
0: so. Um, we would really like you guys to uh, join us on social media. We have lots of social uh, accounts things. on all, all the main things. Um, and then the other thing we have is Patreon. And if you want to become a patron, we would love you forever. And, and we that's would love good the, wine. Uh, yes. Yeah, we can buy more wine if you guys help support us. So um, you can go on to Patreon.com and look up Sip Survivor Pete. And if you become a member, I think we start at $2 a month, which is um pretty pretty doable if you That's can like we'd skipping love it. one starbucks um and i was going to let you know if you join patreon um the next 50 people that join are gonna get a free button
1: what jenny a free button mm-hmm. how big is a- the button what does it look like <laughs> tell me the details
0: it has our logo and it is the round logo so mm-hmm. it has like the blue border and then it also i think it's a one and a half inch perfect situation. size for a
1: jean jacket or yes, a book bag
0: of course. Or like your canvas tote,
1: mm. whatever suits your fancy.
0: Yes. So log on. And, um, you know, once you do that at any level, so you can join at $2, you can join at 10, um, we will send you a button, no matter what level you're at, along with all the other cool stuff that you're going to get for being a patron. And we're actually a uh, good thing we drank this almost fifteen percent because we're going to be doing our next Patreon. Get recording. ready! It's going to be fun. Relationship advice coming at you on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Hey guys, it's Jenny from SIP Survive Repeat, and we love our listeners, but we want to get some more ratings and reviews. So if you guys could log on to. Apple Podcasts, and then give us a rating and a review, we'll send you a sticker. All you need to do is send us a screenshot of your rating and your review to either our email, sipsurviverepeat at gmail.com, or direct message us, or DM us as the kids like to say, on any social media so all you have to do again is rate and review on apple podcasts and take a screenshot of that and send it to us at one of the channels i just mentioned and we'll send you a sip survive repeat sticker and it's big you guys size of your hand at least so again send it to us and we'll see you soon